I'm Paul Bass, welcoming you to another of our weekly looks at what's happening at the grassroots, underneath the mass media radar in our own community, as well as in cities across the country, through the lens of the C-Click Fix problem-solving website. Today, we've got a pipeline straight to the community of Malden, Massachusetts. Malden's Mayor Gary Christensen is with us by phone, as is Malden Communications Director Ron Cochran. We're happy to have him. And C-Click Fix's Caroline Smith is also in the studio. Bill paying aside, the New Haven Hospital provided financial support for today's program. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Mayor Christensen. Thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. It takes me away from having to work on the city budget. <laughs> I know. I was just reading about that. It sounds like you have some similar uh, developments there to New Haven's, which we're going to ask you about in a little while. No doubt. But, um, One thing I've learned after four years, you can never have enough money. <laughs> well, actually, I think what I was reading you saying is that you're not going to have enough money. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, we're going to get to that. But, but uh, Caroline Smith, what's the latest news in Malden, according to the comment, the uh, posters at C-Click Fix Radio? Absolutely. So we have a water lead service inspection issue. Uh, it was reported at 40 Dodge Street, Malden, Massachusetts. The reporter is CKO with uh, 325 civic points. And it looks like... Updates on that is the city of Malden hopped on very quickly, same day, assigned the issue to Gary Stead of the engineering department. Um, and then Alex Almazi of the engineering department also hopped on and said, hi, we will drop off a bottle with instructions to your home. And this is directed at the citizen reporter on Monday, uh, 5, 9, 16. Please follow the instructions and fill up the bottle and complete and sign the form and leave them out for collection on Tuesday morning, 5-10, 16. We'll send the results to your house. Thanks. That's pretty direct service. So are you in the loop on that, May, or is that a little bit below the, uh, the office there? We are, and uh, this speaks to the value of C-Click Fix. I mean, that was something we did not have uh, when we originally signed up, but the ability to expand the topics and opportunities for our residents is exactly why we remain a loyal customer of C-Click Fix. How often do you get a call like that one? Uh, now we actually get it often because lead has become an issue uh, in the paper and uh, on social media. Well, Flint, right? We're all talking about lead because of Flint. Yep. We're all worried about lead. Do we have yep. a problem in Walden? Uh, do you have uh, lead in the water? Uh, yeah, we have a number of lead pipes remaining from when we were first established. I mean, we settled in 1640, so you can imagine how old. You know, I didn't know you were that pipe. old. Wow. Oh, yeah. Um, Actually, if you Google the birthplace of American democracy, you're going to see Malden pop wow. up. American Revolution. We were the first town to uh, sign the instructions to the Second Continental Congress saying we want to be a free and independent republic. Well, it's got some history there. So, so what are you finding with these lead pipes, Mayor? Are people drinking lead? Well, we also have with us Bob Knox, our public works director. He just stepped in, and um, he also has been helping to coordinate our response uh, as a result of the Flint issue. So let me uh, have him chime in. Hey, thanks a lot, Hi. Mr. Knox. Thanks for coming on the air at WNHH's C-Cliff Fix Radio. Oh, thanks for having us. We appreciate it. So we just talking to the mayor about you are testing water. Everyone's concerned all over the country because of Flint. You have some old lead pipes there. Are people drinking water with dangerously high levels of lead in Flint? In Flint? I don't know. I'm sorry, not Flint. Excuse me, Malden. Excuse me, yeah. No, I mean, we, we have uh, about 2,700 uh, lead service lines still still remaining in the city. We've replaced in the past four years um, probably 4,000 lines. 
Um, we're, doing, we're actively uh, promoting a program for zero-interest loans to, re to remove the lead on the city side and on the private side. So we're, uh, we're addressing that issue. We actually bank. We have to do 200 services a year. We actually are six, seven years ahead of schedule, so we have um, some in the bank as well. But we're looking to remove all the lead over a period of time. But, but because of the Flint, Michigan, um, we now use C-ClickFix for people to put a request in to have their water tested. Um, and uh, that just started out uh, a few weeks ago, and it's worked pretty well. And I have to say, I mean, uh, in such a critical issue, I just think it's great that C-Click Fix is leading the way for us. I, I just feel so uh, reassured when I log on to C-Click Fix and see the residents requesting service <clears throat> thanks to the application. So have, has any of this been tested yet? Yeah, yes. And what are you finding? Have you found any water that's dangerous to drink? No, we do. We and we also, even if uh, residents don't request it, um, we do testing quarterly, anyways, where we test sixteen various different homes, and uh, we have had a couple that have come up high, and actually, they've those people have um, responded with uh, hiring a contractor to do this service. So, it's uh, I think it's just a more of a matter of making people aware, and see, click fix is definitely going to help us get to that place where we want to be. But I guess what I'm trying to get a sense of, Mr. Knox, is is this a big problem, or is it just that you're responding to fears? I mean, I know you got the old lead pipes. You want to get rid of them eventually. But right now, are kids in danger? Are kids, have they been drinking water no. that's going to wreck no. their brains? No, there's, there's, there's no, one in, no one in danger. I mean, obviously, you, you know about lead, that it's a, if it's a pregnant woman or young children, they shouldn't be. But even with people that have lead pipes, um, it haven't changed them yet. If you first thing in the morning, if you run run your water, it, what happens is from overnight where the where the water sits and it's not moving, that's when the highest um, lead count w would be. So if, if people are aware of the situation and they haven't re um, replaced their lead yet, if they run the water, there's no there's no danger. Well, that's good to know, Caroline. With what else is going on in in uh, Malden, the cradle of democracy in America? <laughs> I see click fix. Let's see. We have some uh, missed trash issue. Uh, and this is reported on um, 15 Maurice Street in Malden by reporter Cleo. Civic points. Oh, wow. 2,510 civic points. The description. Trash pickup missed our trash inside our garbage can outside 15 Maurice Street. They picked up other blue bags left on the curb, not inside a can. We feel this practice of leaving trash not in a can is terrible and occurs throughout the neighborhood. As there are numerous animals around here, also due to the fells, uh, we've seen trash ripped apart and scavenged for food. Everything should be in appropriate barrels. Please pick up the trash they missed. Okay. So, is that Mr. Knox we're hearing from? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so uh, we have a page to throw program in the city of Marlin, which is a blue city of Marlin bag. And most people put the bag out at the curb, not in a covered barrel. This particular homeowner, which we appreciate they did that, Put the blue bag in a barrel, and it was the barrel was not marked because we also pick up yard waste and recycling in barrels. So it was left by our hauler um, until we spoke to Cleo through C Click Fix. Uh, we we sent them back to remove the trash. Is that a private hauler, Mister Knox, or a city crew? Is it a problem? What, no, is it a is it a private hauler or is it City Public Works? It's a private private hauler that we're under contract with. So does that all your garbage in Malden? Is all the garbage picked up curbside by a private hauler? 
Right, all the trash, recycling, yard waste is all by a private hauler. Uh, Kristen, how come, or Mr. Knox, why do you do it that way? Because I know different cities make different decisions. In New Haven, if you have a big apartment building, you have to contract for a private hauler. Just curbside for your house, it's the public works crew. And there are always questions about whether that's well-managed or not. They get up really early. What What is your guys feeling in terms of outsourcing that versus having it be public payroll? I, I think I think the reason for using a private private hauler is uh, city resources. We do so many other different jobs with our, our crew internally. And actually, years past, we did pick up our own trash. When I first started with the city, we had our own trash. And a lot of the actual um, injury claims to employees was people that were on the trash and recycling trucks. But a combination of things, you, you trying to utilize our resources for the best best ability, and I think it makes sense for us and Marlin to use an outside contractor. Plus, the other reason is um, I also pick up trash as mayor, so <laughs> I factor in as to why they uh, outsource. <laughs> Does that mean you walk down the street and you bend down, you pick up the paper on the sidewalk? Absolutely. I'm known as the only person that picks up trash in a full three-piece suit. <laughs> now, why do you do that, Mayor Christensen? I just try to do my part to help out when I can, where I can, and to set an example for the next generation coming up that, um, you know, this is our land and what we do with it will determine where we end up. I just want to give a few numbers to Mayor Christensen's part that he's playing. So on C-Click Fix, he is a Jane Jacobs, which is the highest level rank on C-Click Fix with 40,865 civic points. He's reported over a thousand issues. So the mayor himself is reporting the issues. Yes. So Mr. Christensen, it sounds like, and I've seen mayors like this over the years, you pay attention to the small stuff. You're driving yeah, around absolutely. town. When you see something, you let people know about it. Yeah, my slogan is it's all about the little things. Because if you don't address the little things, then they become big things, and then you never get to where you want to end up. I think someone's called that broken windows, right? Yep. Big believers. Now, about the trash, I'm still trying to get the trash thing. When you decide whether to outsource or whether to go in-house, one question I'm wondering is whether the length of day is involved in past trick-up. Past trick-up. Trash pickup, excuse me. For instance, Mr. Knox, in the past, was it a full eight-hour day when people were on the routes, or was that one reason to switch? The the trash is picked up by the private hauler. It probably takes them about five hours to do the the trash in Wildland since we've gone page to throw. The recycling actually takes a little longer. It's pretty close to, depending on the route, there's different routes each day. Some routes are longer with bigger sections of the city take a little longer, so it, a recycling can be a seven, eight-hour day of the men on the road um, emptying the recycling. But, again, utilizing our resources best in the department, um, it made sense for us to use a private hall to get them in and out of the city and also for the safety of our residents and, and our employees. Okay. Got anything else on the, uh, on the Caroline, on the Malden reporting log? Yeah, just one quick note on, the, uh, on this particular trash issue. I was looking through the comments and it's, it looked like so, you know, the Department of Public Works of Malden came in and picked up um, picked up some trash in the barrel. But it looks like they actually picked up the wrong trash on accident, one that was probably adjacent to it. And one one ability that you have as a citizen on Seacliff Fix is that if uh, if a city closes out an issue, they can reopen the issue. They, the issue belongs to the citizen. And so uh, Cleo actually hopped on and said, still not picked up, and then uh, and included a picture. And then the Department of Public Works of Malden uh, came back on and said, JRM picked up the missed trash. Sorry for the inconvenience as JRM picked up another location on the street by mistake. Good job. Mayor Christensen, can you remember a day you were driving around and phoned in one of these thousand complaints 
and that it made a big difference, something that was really kind of interesting that sticks out in your mind? Um, yeah, I would say, yeah, snow, snow removal, you know, on the sidewalks. What was the, only problem is, the only problem is when I responded, um, not only did she have me do the area in question, but then she had me do additional work beyond that. <laughs> but what do you mean? Like you actually shoveled the sidewalk or you called it yeah. in? What was good? And had the crews well, missed it? As Mr. Knox said, it, it's a tough job, um, and we're trying to do more with less, so the staff spread pretty thin. Uh-huh. And so uh, during the winter, Bob has me part of his crew. Wow. And so I had a section uh, of the area of the city that I was responsible for, so I saw a C-Click Fix complaint come in about snow on sidewalks, and I ended up responding, and then the uh, customer took advantage and had me do more than... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, you know, talk about doing more. I was reading about how you say for the first time you think there's just no way that you guys can grow your budget, correct? You think the revenues are just too tight. I was reading what you're saying about the new budget you propose, and you feel that you're going to try to get some folks to retire early and rethink how Malden is operating, that the, the new paradigm might be a smaller government. Is that accurate? That is. I mean, the only way we're going to come up with new revenue is if C-Click Fix comes up with a new app or something that will... Well, that's not a bad them. idea. <laughs> what if they did donate? Like, every time you're happy with the response or the mayor came clean your sidewalk, donate a dollar through C-Click Fix. Mm. Yeah. But I think that's it's going to be the way of the future until the federal and, and or state government uh, does more to provide us with the resources we need to do the job. Has Unfortunate, your, has you know, your but, outside funding been cut, Mayor, or do you have more to do? Yeah, it's uh, both. Um, if you look at the state aid numbers we're dealing with right now, they go up 1.8%. And, um, you know, the one thing that we've really been talking about over the past couple of years is they have to reform the way they provide funding for education. I mean, back when they wrote the formula in 1993, it was not for the student in 2016. We have a lot of autistic students, um, students with feeding tubes, and, you know, the per-pupil cost of 10, 12, 13 grand is not going to cover those costs. So feeding tubes? You have a lot of students with feeding tubes? Yeah, a lot of special ed. I'd say we have uh, 20% maybe, 25% special ed, and then we have wow. you know, maybe 15, 20% ELL. So when you combine those populations, uh, the funding that was established back in 1993 is, is not covering it. And so what we've had to do is cut other areas. For instance, last year we um, eliminated all the librarians in our schools. Whoa, but, um, you have no more school librarians. Right. Yeah. That's what a, a shame. So how did, you, how did you swing with that? What's, what's, what have you done to make up for that? Uh, parent volunteers. Um, wow. The teachers what? have used it. I think you know they still bring. The, I think some still bring the students to the library, but there aren't experts like they used to be to talk about you know the importance of the library and what the library can offer. Well, anything else you've gotten rid of that you used to have as as a way of everyday government? Well, we used to have three hundred and thirty-two employees on the city side. We're down to three seventeen. So what we've been doing is um, splitting positions when people retire a half-time position, no benefits. We're requiring all new employees now to pick up 75%. Actually, strike that. 25% of the health insurance. You know, it used to be 80-20. I'm so sorry, now like it's that. what? It's now 75-25? Yeah, for new employees coming in. Uh-huh. And that's non-union. I mean, forget about, you know, the union side. That has to all be negotiated. But, you know, we're just doing a lot of patchwork using uh, one-time revenues. 
you know, to, to make it work. One-time revenues are tricky, right? Because then the next year you oh, got to no find them again. Are you growing? Yeah, exactly your, right. Is your tax base growing in Walden? Um, the tax base is fine. I mean, we're capped at what we can go up each year, which is 2.5% by state law. Why is that? Uh, I think back in the 80s there was a revolt, you know, a revolution. Oh, the Howard Jarvis had, coming out of California, the Proposition 8 or whatever? Yeah, taxes have been going up. You know, you, there was no rhyme or reason as to what they would go up per, each year. So uh, on the through the ballot process, the residents voted to limit property tax growth to two and a half percent each year. Huh. Does that mean if you're that means if you get if your base grows, you actually have to cut taxes, right? Uh, well, I mean, we're. I mean, I if your grand list mean, grows more than two and a half percent. Yeah, you got to go to the expense side in theory, unless your revenues grow. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, we know what the property tax growth is going to be each year. It's just on the expense side, it's hard to predict because, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's looking to the local level to provide the services that they need. And those services cost money. And, you know, so that's the predicament. And, Mayor Kristen, you said that the 1.8% state aid increase doesn't keep pace with how your costs are going up. Is education the big driver there? Is it the schools because yep. of special ed that makes it go up so much? One hundred percent. So, Carolyn yeah, Smith, that's the driver. Well, anyway, you're listening to C Click Fix Radio on WNHH Radio, your home for community radio in New Haven. Broadcast at one hundred three point five FM and live streamed at newhavenindependent.org. We're talking C Click Fix Radio news today with Caroline Smith of C Click Fix and Malden, Massachusetts Mayor Gary Christensen, Communications Director Ron Cochran. And Public Works Chief Bobby Knox. What else we got on the on the queue, Caroline? Looks like we have one more issue in Malden. We have a traffic light that was turned uh, at Highland Avenue um, and Charles Street. And the reporter is Sylvia, a guest reporter. Description, traffic light for Charles Street is turned and facing Highland Avenue. This could confuse drivers and cause accidents. This is a very busy intersection. And uh, another citizen named Highlander hopped on and said, yes, I was just driving down Charles Street slash intersection of Highland Avenue and did not see a light, green or red, only to be almost broadsided by a large truck. Whoa. There should be a permanent fixture to help traffic flow in an area as heavily traveled as this. And then, mere hours later, uh, Bobby Knox Jr., director of public works, hops on and says the light was fixed at this location. Thanks, Bob Knox Jr., director. So so Knox got there before Mayor Christensen. Yeah. I have a feeling yeah. there would have been a third person <laughs> going on there and saying, when are we getting this thing fixed? You know, Paul, back to your question about the budget, I hope you're seeing a pattern here because prior to uh, budget woes, you know, there used to be different people overseeing all these different topics that Caroline's talking about. But because, again, trying to do more with less, it's Bob Knox Jr. who is overseeing all this stuff now. Excellent. Okay. So what happened with the traffic light, Mr. Knox? How, did, how does the traffic light get turned around? Those things are pretty heavy, right? So it was a uh, it was a windy it was a windy day, and one of the brackets on the on the top of the light broke, and it and the light twisted. So I actually seen it come in on Secret Fix as well as then after I saw it on Secret Fix, got a call from the Malden police on it, and immediately I had that traffic crew go out there to repair the night. The light it was around uh, eight or nine o'clock that evening. Uh, the call probably came in around seven or so, and. By eight nine o'clock, it was already repaired. All right, so we can. The traffic's flowing in Malden, Massachusetts. Absolutely, right. and I'm curious. You know, I mean, since now, as Mayor Christensen said, you're covering so many different things, um, Bobby. Like, how? Like, what does your workflow look like? What is a What is a day in the life of 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 Bob Knox Jr. look like? When do you get on to Seek Look Fix? How? Well, often you mean do you, check you mean it? 
You mean what does a morning day night look like? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I start my day, my day uh, at five five thirty every morning. I'm on the on the road lining up my my day, and I I'm, my my C-click fix, if it beeps in the middle of the night, I check the, the C-click fix. The phone's right next to my head. So I only sleep about five hours a night, midnight to 5 a.m., and I'm on the road by 5.30. And then, uh, you know, you got to stay at it. It's, it's around the clock. It's weekends, if you notice, by, by when I close things out. And I'm answering calls all hours, all nights, weekends. And we believe in Marvin, but that's what you need to do, and that's what our customers deserve. How many years can you do that, Bobby? I mean, once you're going to burn out or... Good question, but I've been here 23 years so far, and there are some days that obviously get challenging with some different uh, requests. But you know, if we don't uh, if we don't do it and we don't take care of it, um, you know, we're not going to give our, our residents and our customers uh, the high quality that they deserve. But Paul and Caroline, this it's also worth noting since Secret Fix, we're now able to organize all the issues on a daily basis, which before. We would be going back and forth from the east side to the west side on uh, why you were out pink slips addressing mm-hmm. issues. Now we can actually run reports and organize the day thanks to this uh, excellent application. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's a great way that we line up our, our work. You know, for instance, like potholes, we print out the potholes, slips, and instead of uh, someone going from the east side to fill a pothole and over to the west side, we line them up so there's no loss of time and everything's efficient. Mm-hmm. I do actually have, I don't know if I'm, I can ask you a question. Shoot. Did you ever think of, of having a, um, when someone signs up for C-Click Fix, that they have to give an actual email address and not an anonymous um, response and where it, where it gets verified? Because sometimes we need to get in touch with the resident and we need more information. Like, uh, for instance, I had someone report a light out, and then I responded right away asking for more information if it was on MBTA property or city property and never got a response back, so that ticket stays open. But it would be useful, I think, if people could would have to put an actual email address and a, and a real name with their request, so instead of anonymous, because there's no way for us to get back and forth with them. No, I, I no, definitely, and I think I think it's definitely encouraged to always include your email. But I think we like to leave uh, the possibility for anonymity. Uh, especially when there are certain issues that people might be reporting, maybe a, a street light isn't the best example, but maybe something where they're where they're making some kind of comment on neighboring properties okay. where they they prefer to be a little bit more comfortable to report. And I would imagine if someone's working for the city government, they might not want to get in trouble with their boss. So if they work for a local right, architect right. and they notice that architect has had a problem on a site, I, I can imagine that's a little bit of a problem. But yeah. the cool yeah. thing is that people will be going on to that issue and seeing that you did respond. And that, and I think that's that's the powerful thing. Is well, is there a mechanism for a city official like Bobby Knox Jr. to reach out to someone who's commented anonymously? Could they ask C-Click Fix or even just go on there and say, hey, um, I'd like to be able to get in touch with you personally. Can you email me at this address? Oh, absolutely. And they'll the, the person who reported that issue will be getting email notifications when you comment. So if you're to yeah, hop on I, and... Right. One of the things that we do, this is Ron uh, Cocker, one of the things that we do on each of our issue types we provide a phone number slot as an option if we do need to get in touch with you, which we do keep private. And uh, we found that folks that want a response will usually put in their phone number there. Mm-hmm. Um, but to Caroline's point, yes, we always do want to maintain that possibility of submitting something anonymously. But I think now that the C-Click Fix has been in our community for a few years, I think folks understand 
that when they do get verified registered accounts, the response is often um, more efficient and more satisfying from a user experience perspective because they're getting full comments, they're getting notifications in their in their tool, uh, so they're fully aware of the disposition of the ticket all the way from entry until it's solved. So I think they're getting it, and, and we're seeing more and more registered users come through. That's great. It does anonymity is so tricky. They really work both ways. And I often I find on, on web platforms with C Click Fix or the media, and they do a great job of this at C Click Fix, is they make sure that people don't abuse the anonymity. They don't allow them to go ruin, you know, Bobby's day while he's trying to fix things with some kind of, you know, anonymous uh invective or something. But Carol hey guys, would you have a moment to hang tight and Caroline could tell us a few C Click Fix issues in New Haven? And we can ask you whether you have similar issues in Malden, like five minutes or so? Sure. Great. Caroline, what's something we got in New Haven? Perfect. So we have a, a park issue. It's called The Park. Um, and I actually saw this being reported. Um, it was at 1 Wayfair Street, New Haven. Um, and it was reported by actually, a, I, think a, I think she's about 15 years old, um, um, a young person who's part of a solar youth program. Which, is, um, which educates a lot of young people and also hires young people in the kind of environmental industry and space. Um, and her, her reporter name is All for Change. <laughs> <laughs> Civic Point's already 285. Um, and it's, uh, it's a picture of a slide. Um, and I remember seeing this slide in a park that uh, the, bottom, the bottom sort of, uh, the bottom rungs of it are broken off so that you, if you were to slide down, it would break off or, or you, would, um, you would probably be hurt. And there's some, it used to be boarded up and there's some nails around it. So if you were to slide down, you might hurt yourself with nails. Um, and it's been there apparently like that for a long time. The description is, this is unsafe for the kids. Um, and Nadine Herring, who works at Fix, who was also there, hopped on and said, completely agree that this is very unsafe for children to play on. They deserve better than this. So what was the response, Caroline? There has yet to be a response. What was the date? The date was, I think it was last Friday. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. four days. Right. Yeah. It's a public park? Uh, yeah, it's a public park in part, part of the Elm City communities. Um, and, uh, Public housing, yeah. Right, exactly. Well, very interesting. So, guys, have you had anything like that in Malden? Any playgrounds where there's nails sticking out of broken, uh, broken steps? Yeah, it, it definitely happens. We we do have an issue type that specifically addresses playground equipment, and uh, that's responded to by our public facilities department. If it is part of a school or if it's part of a park, then it would be Mr. Knox. Um, but in both of those cases, we're you know very actively on that. We always. Uh, We'll go down, inspect the equipment, and make sure that, you know, uh, it is safe. But what's great for us is that we've got, um, we've got eyes and ears out there that go beyond what's just general inspection by city employees, you know. And, and whereas before, you might get a parent um, who, you know, kind of shrugs it off and says, geez, that's too bad that that's broken like that and then move about their way, but now they really have, you know, a direct way to tap into the resources here at City Hall and get these repaired and turned around quick. And if, and if for some reason we can't get it repaired right away, you know, we'll make sure that it's made safe until we can provision the repair. Do you have public housing in Malden, Mass? Yep. Do you have developments, or is it Section 8 rental vouchers? A combination. Now, the public... It's managed, it's managed by a uh, quasi... Organ, uh, board. A public authority. Like here we have a housing authority. It's its own entity separate from government, though the mayor has sway on who's named to it and they work together. Is that yeah. similar here? Is your budget separate? Like if this came over, would Bobby deal with that or would it be the public housing authority that needs to deal with it? 
it'd be separate, public housing authority. Now, do they respond as well on C-Click Fix as the government does? No. And what's going on there, and what influence can you have as the mayor? I don't know. I'm in my fifth year now, so I don't know what influence I have, generally speaking, mm-hmm. anymore. Um, but you're but saying that they might not have gotten, since it's not Bobby, because it's public housing, if this came on C-Click Fix, you really at the mercy of the housing authority. Well, not necessarily, because we, we, we are in communication with them. So anytime we get something that doesn't quite fit in a category or we cannot respond to it, so whether it be the Malden Housing Authority or, or even a, a utility organization like uh, National Grid with something to do with power lines, we will always uh, relay the message as to what their, uh, the resident is asking to uh, the organization. So with a housing authority issue, we've done that in, in many occasions. We've gotten uh, c fix tickets, and then Bobby will call over to the housing director to make sure he's made aware of it. Do you feel like they respond as quickly? Nobody responds as quickly as us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't have people get up at 5.30 in the morning and, and listen right. to c fix in the middle of the night. It takes a, uh, takes a lot. But no, if we see something on there, we do uh, talk to the director, Finn, over there, and... Uh, and give it to which I can I can think of a couple of things that have got reported for uh, torn flags at one of the uh, one of the family projects where we called them on that which you know and then there's some other things with trash that have been reported so if we see something that comes on there um, we do point in their in their direction. Bobby, did you see results? Absolutely. Yep. Okay, so you step in and you try to get that message across. Caroline, should we do one more? Or one? Sure, one more. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we have an illegal dumping issue. Uh, and it was already acknowledged. Uh, reporter Nick, Civic Points 205, and there are just a couple huge sofas in the picture. Um, Rob Rock, who's a, who's a citizen, hopped on and made a joke. He said, awesome neighbor. So nice to give you a place to sit down on a hot spring day. <laughs> it almost looks like there's even a side table or two for cocktails. Enjoy. What street was this? Um, this was on uh, Bradley Street. Oh, okay. 219 Bradley Street. So what was the response? Looks like the Department of um, Public Works... Hops on and says, bulk appointments for East Rock are scheduled for May 23rd. If items are placed at curb earlier than 24 hours before your scheduled appointment, you can be fined. You can download guidelines for bulk appointments here on the city website. And then there's a link. Okay. So anyway, uh, any comments on that in passing to the Malden crew, what you're doing with people? Do people dump sofas on the sidewalk in Malden? If, if we get a uh, request for an illegal dump, we, we go and investigate um, if we find if we find anything that can we can identify where it's coming from, such as mail or prescription bottle, we issue a three hundred dollar fine for illegal dumping, uh, and also then we, you know, obviously we remove it from the sidewalk uh, um, pretty quickly. Well, thank you so much for joining us today in Dateline, New Haven. Thanks to Caroline Smith of C Click Fix. Hey, and guys, thanks to Mayor Gary Christensen, Communications Director Ron Cochran, and Public Works Chief Bobby Knox of the famous historic engine of democracy cradle democracy malden massachusetts thanks guys it was great to have you on all right thank you for the opportunity good luck in keeping after the small things that add up to big things but won't in malden and thanks to yale new haven hospital for providing financial support for today's program we're going to take it out with the afro-semitic experience performing eliyahu hanavi from the group's 2002 cd this is the afro-semitic experience this is paul bass wishing you a day full of urban delight. Chill with us here all day and all night at WNHH, New Haven's home for community radio, for more local talk and music.